welcome to this week's weekend Premier League preview podcast. Here we look forward to this week's action. The uh, there's only the two of us again this week, um, and the man who most who most definitely did not miss the podcast last week because he was being investigated by the Premier League for his inside hot take knowledge. Dan, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Adam. Uh, yeah, ready for the squash tournament this weekend. To be fair, he's uh, set to dominate the squash world at the Etihad, Dan. Of course, I am. Uh, as you know, I'm going with a good friend of ours, Andy Whitmore, uh, taking on my fan base of one. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. I, I appreciate him coming along. So, uh, yeah, we can't we can't take the mick out of him, can we? No, def- definitely not. Good support there by uh, Wits on that one. Um I'm just going to put it out there. I'm assuming you're having Carlin. Is there any? Is there a day that you never have Carlin, Dan? Well, I, I don't drink on days that don't end in not why. So most of the days <laughs> I do drink, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I enjoy enjoy drinks, to be fair, Adam. What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a Guinness tonight. I'm on the black stuff. Uh, oh, very nice. Yeah, I can I can have more of them, and uh, it, it it sits well with me. So I'm I'm happy with uh, I'm happy with Guinness. How's your week been? Um, it's not it's not been too bad. It's just a lot a lot going on. Uh, but we're through it now. It's Friday. Unfortunately, still got work tomorrow. But uh, once it's done, I get to get to chill. How about you? Yeah, it's been a good week. Thank you. Uh, probably. It's probably not been as stressful as what yours has, but uh, no, I look forward to doing the podcast. So, should we uh, should we start this off then? Sure, let's go for it. Yeah, well, it's it's time for the usual first segment of the pod. Uh, it's ninety second review after last week, where uh, I have to say I did come in with a great time, but as some of the listeners, yeah, like you pointed out, uh, apologies to our listeners. I uh, I may have cheated somehow, setting a timer. So uh, does, does that mean that this could potentially happen in the squash uh, tournament you got coming up, Dan? What Andy sets a timer? No, no, no but, timers. Just you cheating. Uh, I'm hoping <laughs> not. I ho- hopefully win it outright without uh, no errors or you know we're we're quite competitive. You and I, we always have been to the point we used to do a dance about it and sing about it as loud as we can. But I'm not going to lie, you you last week, that was that was so out of order. Out of well, order. Embarrassing. So, Adam, you really need to prove to the listeners that we're not a bunch of frauds. <laughs> we? So, so whether it be an Intercruise, a Man City Magic show, or an underdog story in the playoffs, uh, you have 90 seconds to get us up to date. Are you ready? Well, I'm ready. Uh, bear with me a second because I've literally, uh, I'm trying to set up a timer. You should know where this timer is by now. Oh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, okay. are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here goes now. Everyone I've spoken to this week could not believe how good Man City were during the second leg of the Champions League, especially when they, especially when they outplayed Real Madrid into Milan's first leg. Result helped ease some pressure on the home side, who won the second leg in the Milan derby, setting up a good final between Inter Milan and Man City. I'd love Man City to win it. However, I think I'm going to back into here. Shocking, I know. 
few faces. There we go. <laughs> sort you of, no, no, I'm not done. <laughs> sort of uh, playoff fa- favourites, Middlesbrough, who did have a bad run towards the end of the season after they guaranteed the playoffs, collapsed a bit, which enabled Coventry, who had a late run themselves to get into the playoffs, set them up for the playoff finals against Luton. Something I thought I wouldn't have been saying. It wasn't that long ago that Luton and Coventry were playing in League Two together, just uh, just under six years ago. Time. Wow, that <laughs> is impressive. I felt like I was listening to. Do you know when the final score used to read out the scores? <laughs> oh my! This is embarrassing. Like this could this couldn't be worse than oh, when no. you did it. <laughs> I felt like you'd have done better if you'd have cheated. Oh no! Go on, what? What do you think you did? I don't know. I've, to be fair, I, I missed a bit out because I put I had Sunderland in it as well. Um, and that, sorry, Sunderland fans. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Sunderland fans. God, I have no idea. I get the feeling it's short now. Oh boy, was it? <laughs> to I be feel fair, like you've you still got. Yeah, Go you've still got the second third of the game to go. Oh, Jesus, it came in at fifty nine seconds. <laughs> I think you threw me off with that. Are you done? Because then I we... like had to look again where I was. <laughs> I felt like we could have done with Carol Vorderman doing a like uh, thirty seconds. Uh, uh, what, what is it? Uh, countdown. Yes, we could have done with thirty seconds countdown. Well, oh, that that was very poor, and Scott well, will be embarrassed to post this. Well, looking at it, the only bit I really I, I missed out like two sentences, so it could have been close, but it is. Well, what it could it have is. been twenty nine seconds away. Oh, oh, I'm happy to have lost, but I didn't cheat, so that's the main thing. Maybe cheat next time. <laughs> uh, Dan, before we crack on with the preview. I just wanted to give you an update on how we've been doing in terms of our predictions. As you know, I am a bit of a uh, prediction king, uh, and I always have been. So let's just start with the 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 table at the minute. So last week, Dan, you got two correct uh, results and two correct scores, so bravo. I got two mm-hmm. correct results and zero correct scores, so that, that's not as good. But then Scott's jumped in there with seven correct results and four correct scores. Once again, if I was him, I'd start putting some money on it. But uh, let's now look at uh, all year. Dan, you're on 21 correct results and three correct scores. I'm on 17 correct results and two correct scores. And Scott is on 25 correct results and eight correct scores. I would just like to say, I'm starting to think that probably with the time difference, Scott's getting a bit of an advantage. He's probably <laughs> putting him in a bit like two hours before the game. Yeah. So he's yeah. seen it at half time, probably. I mean, it's not really close, is it? I mean, no, Scott's, we, Scott's walking away with it. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I, I don't think there's any coming back from this, but we uh, we can at least try and make it work for us, eh? It's probably his missus entering the scores, though. It's it's definitely not Scott. <laughs> so uh, let's crack on with the preview then. Uh, let's start with the early Saturday kickoff. Spurs host Brentford. 
is this a, a nothing game, Adam? Or are Spurs still interested in the Europa League football? Um, quite possibly. I think I think it is a nothing game. Spurs obviously need to keep the pressure on uh, now Brighton because Brighton have slipped up last night against Newcastle with their game in hand that they had. Um, so it, it practically is a nothing game because Brentford Brentford have nothing to play for anymore, and Spurs haven't either because I think they've won one in in six. Tottenham have so. I don't think, I don't think this is going to be a uh, an amazing game. Early kickoff as well, so I'll put it on. But I don't think there's going to be any thrills in this. Um, it might be a cheeky one-one, cheeky one-one in this one. Um, but then again, Ivan Tony isn't playing either. So yeah, you know what, one-one. I'll stick with one-one on that one. Oh, a cheeky one-one. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have to agree with you to be honest. That uh, to be honest, I'm struggling to understand where now the European football stops in the league table. If that makes sense, I just I think most positions in the league so, somehow justifies European football at this stage. But uh, I I'm looking at it and I think I keep thinking Tottenham need to have some kind of European football to even try and occupy Harry Kane, don't they? It's yeah. Like surely if he's not in any European football, there's no doubt about it, he's got to be gone. But uh yeah, Brentford obviously we've now uh it, it's come out today of doing the pod. It's come out that uh Ivan Tony's gonna be banned for eight months. I, I don't think we know the fully ins and outs of that yet, whether he could possibly still play abroad or not but that's going to be a big hole to fill for Brentford so they yeah I'd, it's a difficult one I think uh, I think uh, Tottenham will nick it to be honest I do you, you just don't know what you're getting with them do you no no you don't and uh, I think we had a quick discussion off pod talk about um, Ivan Tony's future I I'm quite surprised that Brentford have offered him a contract and it's good for them in a way, um, because he's not. That means he won't be going anywhere anytime soon. I thought they they'll try and probably loan him out at some point to maybe AC Milan, Inter Milan, Roma. I mean, I'd say he's probably on similar level as Tammy Abraham's before he went to Rome. Yeah, um, I agree. And then it was kind of going to be well in January if you time the eight months time, roughly January will will be thereabouts. And I, I thought it'd be. Uh, in an Arsenal shirt, because I think he would be a good fit for Arsenal. A target man, a centre-forward, he can finish. And the way Arsenal play, it, it could work in their favour. I do uh, think I've read something today where, uh, whether it's the FA or someone, have tried to uh, implement the ban on worldwide football, but I don't think that's uh, set in stone yet. So, Which would make a big difference, I think. Arsenal wouldn't go after a player that had not played football for eight months. But I think they would be interested in a player that was still keeping himself fit, at, like you say, uh, AC Milan or even like a Roma or someone. Yeah, it, it would be a nice fit, but I don't know. I think there's still a long way to go in what happens with Ivan Toner. Of course. Did you um, did you get a score prediction on this one, Dan? Uh, yes, I did. 
It was 2-1 to Spurs. 2-1 to Spurs, fair enough. And looking at it, I believe Scott has gone with 2-2 on this one. Oh, yes, I agree, yep. Uh, As Scott would do, he's relevant or pointless. Yeah, go on. Adam, relevant or pointless? Spurs haven't lost at home to Brentford since 1905. That's 12 games between the two of them. I'm glad he Relevant does. Relevant or pointless? I'm glad he. I'm glad when he does the stuff where he actually tells me how many games it is. Because when I look at 1905, I'm thinking, "Oh, that's a lot of games. Hundred games." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it shouldn't be. Um, it, it'll be point. It'll be pointless mainly for the fact that I think this is going to be draw. Um, oh wait, that'll make it relevant, wouldn't it? No, yeah, it would make it relevant because uh, Spurs, <laughs> Spurs wouldn't have lost. It would be a draw. So yeah, re- relevant on that one. Okay. Fair um, Saturday's late kickoff sees Forest host, unfortunately, second place Arsenal. Dan, if Arsenal lose to Man, if if Arsenal lose, Man City win the title without kicking the ball. But can Forest secure safety? Do they win? Uh, well, I think if we were recording this yesterday, I'd have probably said the Arsenal would drop points. But I think I've heard in a, <coughs> I've heard an interview with uh, Mikel Arteta saying the title race isn't over. And I think Arsenal being Arsenal, they play better when they're not under pressure. And I don't think there's any pressure because I think Mikel Arteta's playing it as if... Don't get me wrong, I think the title race is over. Man City aren't going to lose both of these, like, these last two games. So... No, definitely not. Yeah, for me, the title race is over. But... Mikel Artes has taken all the, which any manager should, is took all the responsibility off the players. And I think they'll go out quite com- comfortably and win this once. But I didn't think they would win comfortably until this uh, comment came out from Mikel Arteta. But yeah, after that, I think I think Arsenal will win. I mean, it means he still wants to go for it, doesn't he? As much as yeah. he knows that it's over. At least he's trying to boost the fans up and saying we're not quitting. We're still going to try. And let's be fair if if they get if they get something where they claw anything back from Man City, then great. But yeah, the I just I don't I don't see it myself. Unfortunately, the the three draws on the trot have absolutely screwed Arsenal, uh, especially when two 0 up in I believe two of them. Um, and then they were two 0 down in that Southampton game. That it's just unfortunate. It's just the way it is. I mean, I I like it when you look at the Italian leagues, and for the last four years, there's been a different winner. I yeah. I always preferred that. And if you could have the Premier League like that, it goes to show that it's a very competitive league. So yeah, I I agree with your comments, but I think I also agree with what Arteta said to say that Arsenal have well what faltered in the last they have faltered in the last couple of weeks but bear in mind that what he's also said is that the Man City team that is probably going to win the league right when not 100% but probably 99% is probably the best team that we've ever seen in the Premier League if they go on to win that uh the treble they're better than what we'd said of United 99 so for Arsenal to still be in with a chance of winning that league what Two games in, Arsenal haven't failed at all. They've no one would have said they were top two come start of the season. So, 
Arteta's done a great job. I th- yeah, I I think they're getting unfair criticism for what the the games that they dropped. But but on the other hand, I agree that those three games where they drew were the key games, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, relevant or pointless, Dan? Um, Forest haven't scored in the first half in their last eight home games. Uh, pointless. No, sorry, relevant because uh, I've gone for a three-one prediction, so I don't think. I think Arsenal will go up uh, early, so yeah. I think there'll be two, two or three nil up, and then Forest will come back, and it it'll be, it won't be worth it. Fair enough. I'm I'm gonna go with a uh, a four nil Arsenal win. I think they're gonna they want to they're gonna want to show the league that they've still got it and try and try and show look we're gonna push on and do something here. Um, yeah. I think what what does Scott go for on this one? Uh, Scott went for one one. Oh wow! Close game. Yeah, I think I think Scott's just not a believer at the minute and. A real, a real Leicester fan would have put Forrest to lose this one. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, the Sunday Snooze Fest uh, sees West Ham host Leeds, Adam, in a massive game, in particular for Leeds. Obviously, we've seen the score last night and uh, West Ham have qualified for the Europa League conference. Uh, but could it also be Declan Rice's last home game as an iron? Can Leeds get something here? I think they're going to get something here. I, um, I, I, I can't really tell you if it's going to be one or three points. Um, I think the nil-nil, well, it was one, it was one-nil West Ham at the end, but it was nil-nil until late on. Uh, I, I think they looked quite leggy, West Ham, in the um, game last night. Um, but with the late goal, yeah, 90%, not yeah. Leggy team normally scores late on. As as much as they didn't need need to win, because obviously they're winning two one uh, on aggregate, but they just looked dull, tired, didn't want to really be there. I think West Ham knew that they were the better team, and when it comes to uh, Leeds turning up, I think I think they're going to want to. I think they're going to want to get the win because they still need to win like everyone else does. Um, so I think I'll, I think with this one, I'm, I'm going to put it down as a as a Leeds win. Oh yeah, much to as my a Leicester fan, you saying a Leeds win? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I honestly think a Leeds win. Um, but then it, it, then it's it's close to being a draw. So what one minute I want to say win, one minute I want to say draw. Uh, wow. I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Well, it's Sam really, Allardyce as well, you know, back at I'm West Ham. Really Africa. shocked. Well, first of all, I I do agree with some of your comments. I I think to say that West Ham didn't want to win yesterday, I think that's like have you been smoking something? No, and, no, no, uh, no, no, no. It's not that they didn't what they didn't want to win. It's as if they were struggling. You know, they knew that they were winning two one overall, and the nil nil. If 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 the home team I can't a a k Akmal is it Akmal? Uh, if they if they scored, it would have been two two. Would have gone to extra time, and that would have yeah. been even worse. But I just okay. West Ham won. They got they got the they got the win. They'll but they'll throw anyway because of the the overall result. It just looked like they was tired. It wasn't that they didn't want to win. 
that they'll tie for this. So then it makes me think, how are they going to play against Leeds? That under Sam are going to be quite attackive, and Leeds are going to want to get something from this. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. To be honest, it's it's a bit of one of those where we're now at. I think David Moyes has got to prioritise this cup final over anything. So, and uh, big Sam's obviously coming. I think although we've seen a bit of fight from the what was it Leeds Newcastle the last game. So Leeds aren't going down without fighting. I w- as a Leicester fan, I do worry about this game. It's it's obviously it's a s- Saturday. So, uh, yeah. Sunday. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Sorry, S- Sunday's. Yes. <laughs> sorry, Sunday's news fest. But, uh, yeah, I-, I thought I was going to have a quiet weekend, uh, not worrying about Leicester, but I think it's going to be more worrying about the Everton and the Leeds game. So, uh, yeah, and I-, I-, I don't know for us Leicester fans, whether that was a good result West Ham going through or not, because I think, like I was trying to say, David Moore's got to prioritise his cup final now. And uh, it's going to be a question of how many rests now, isn't it? Yeah, well, the good good news for that week that I'm sure we'll pick up next week is um, West Ham play the cup final on the 7th of um, June. But we could already be down. Uh, but obviously it'll be the last game it'll be the last game of the season, West Ham. They could be safe. They might rest some players for the last game of the season for the cup final, which yeah. there's a high chance of happening just because I, I think they'd much rather win that cup final and be in uh, Europe next year as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, to be honest, I've predicted a what a one nil West Ham win. I think that's uh, my heart going over Heart going over my head, to be honest. Uh, hoping that Declan Rice does a bit like he did in the, what was it, the quarterfinal of the Europa Conference and probably runs from his own half and uh, scores a goal. But uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go with a uh, 1-0 Leeds win on this one. OK, well, just before you say that, so relevant or pointless, Adam, Leeds haven't won any of their last seven games. Um, well, um, pointless. So I think I think they are going to win this one. I, I I don't think West Ham have got it in them. Um, I know I know it's it's bad, but um, Leeds are a good team. They've got they have got some good players, and I reckon they could shock West Ham here. I just think it, it it's only going to shock West Ham because <laughs> of energy, uh, from from this weekend. From, yeah, no, I agree with that. What did uh, Scott do on this one, Dan? Uh, Scott did 2-1 to West Ham. I think that was probably high overhead as well. <laughs> Super Sunday sees uh, Man City host Chelsea. And if Arsenal haven't already handed uh, City the title at this point, a win will see Man City secure the title. Is this the weekend they win the league, Dan? I I think it will be. I've I, I watched the Man City game against Real Madrid. And you just, there's no team in the world that are beating this Man City. This Man City team on the day, and you can only go off the last performance, really. And if they turn up like they did against Real Madrid, this it doesn't matter what Chelsea team turn up. Like 
obviously Chelsea are so hit and miss. It's like uh, they're, they're in a bit of a similar fortune to Tottenham, aren't they? Like you don't know what team's going to turn up. But uh, yeah, that Man City side, yeah. they're not they're not doing anything, and I don't think it'll be an, a case of Arsenal losing the title. But I think Man City will win it this weekend, Adam. I really do. Yeah, my I do, and it kind of makes you go back to the Arteta comment saying that he's still going to push on. It's a bit rich when you think a win here ends ends that for him. Um, I don't, I don't see Chelsea getting anything from this. I, I still don't understand the Frank appointment. Uh, is one was it one is is it one one game and that was against Bournemouth. I think the Frank appointment was obviously now we're in that uh, situation. Of, I think Pochettino has basically took the job, yeah. and I think it was a similar uh, agreement. To I don't think he wanted to take it before. The end of the season that Chelsea are going for nothing. So why would you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you think the scoreline is going to be on this one, Dan? I think it's going to be four-one Man City, Adam. Four-one Man City. Uh, will this change your mind? Relevant or pointless? Chelsea have not kept a clean sheet in their last eight games. Right, that's relevant. Cause, uh, they're going to they're going to concede four, Adam. Okay. Brilliant. No worries. I reckon this is going to be a 3-1 win. Um, you know, I'm going to change that. I'm going to go 3-0. I don't see Chelsea scoring. And just for our listeners, uh, Scott's gone 3-0 as well. So Copying me as always. <laughs> okay, so uh, Monday night football sees a despondent Leicester travel to a Newcastle team desperate to hold on and secure a Champions League football. Adam, how embarrassing for the Leicester lot will this be? Hmm. I don't think it will be. Uh, I'm going all passionate here and saying that Leicester are going to win this. I uh, I was watching the old Facebook earlier, Reels, and uh, Hamza's goal against um, Newcastle appeared. Flew in. Great finish. I mean, that was when, that's when we were good and they were awful. Um but it's it's got me pumped. I reckon we I, I reckon we're going to win this one. Uh, but if Newcastle play anything like they did against Brighton last night, uh, so just for the listeners, obviously we've uh, seen that uh, Newcastle have just beat. Well, last night, sorry, but uh, they beat Brighton four one. Was it? Yeah, yeah, four yeah. one. And if Liverpool do not win at the weekend then Newcastle will only need a win against us and they'll be in Champions League so that's a big big decision isn't it yeah so I, I reckon it's going to be a Newcastle Hotspur I think they're going to be the bottle jobs here I think if they lose to Leicester which would be embarrassing for them they'll uh, they'll lose their last game of the season as well and fall out of the Champions League uh, and it's nothing more than they deserve What's it? Newcastle don't deserve to be in the Champions League. Correct. Correct. Wow. Blood money. Blood money. God, that Guinness has gone to your head. <laughs> but uh, no, in some aspects, I'm absolutely agreeing with you. I'm, I'm hoping my opinion on this game changes because I think. Uh, oh, you're going, aren't you, Dan? Yes, I am. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'd. I'd 
at the moment, I'm thinking I'm going to be wiping tears away at the end of the game. But uh, I think this totally depends on if Everton and Leeds do not get something from their games at the weekend and Leicester are still in a position that it could potentially be in our hands, then we win this game. Yeah. I think, but then if there's the added pressure of Everton or Leeds have won at the weekend, I think we're down. And unfortunately, and I don't really want to be going, but yeah, like you said, I've got tickets and I want to see the last game of us being in the Premier League, but sorry, the away game being in the Premier League, but yeah, it's not a nice situation to be in, but I just, we've got to have some fight from somewhere, surely, Adam. Yeah. Like, I've I've seen reports today that he's going to play an unchanged side, and I'm like, something has to change because that team that played Liverpool the other day, I know you weren't on the pod the other day, and uh, we'd been beat, what, 3-0 by Liverpool. That was appalling, wasn't it? Yeah, it was It was bad. I mean, I think I spent the uh, the last 10, 15 minutes sat down in my chair when everyone else was stood behind, uh, stood up in front of me. I couldn't be asked to watch it. Um, you had a better view of the game, though. Yeah, like, I, I, sh- I shouted up to you, didn't I, when they got the free kick and I said, this is a goal. Next thing... Yeah, I that was up. a good strike, though. I think... Oh, it, it wasn't a foul. It wasn't a foul. Yeah, well, we can talk about that. Let's not go back to the games before, but Leicester have been down. Like a lot of fans saying, they've been down for a while. It's It's not great football. And I think it's a rebuilding project, to be honest. So, yeah. whatever happens, I think happens for a reason. Uh, I'm hoping that the boys. I don't mind if we go down, to be honest, yeah. as long as they show fight against Newcastle. If we just roll over like we did against Liverpool, that's where I get disheartened, and I will boo the team off the pitch. I'd say I will. I reiterate that I will boo them off the pitch. I'll, I'll if, just if they're not fit to wear the shirt. A lot hey, of the players. Vardy is. You can't. Yeah, I feel bad on Vardy. You know, he's he's our he's our servant out there. And he's, don't put that shirt on if you're not wanting to put your body on the line. And like I said to Scott the other day, I know I rant on about this because I'm passionate about Leicester, but the Forest and Leeds teams are fighting for their lives. We're not. Yeah. As long as as long as they walk around at West Ham. In the 90th minute, if we've been relegated with that we'll be back banner like they had back in the day, <laughs> I'll be happy. I'll be happy. What? <laughs> oh, I'll be throwing my scenes to get out of them. Let, let's carry on then, Adam. Uh, so, obviously, we've discussed the uh, Leicester Newcastle. Relevant or pointless, Dan? Yeah, so. On average, Leicester concede 2.28 goals away from home. Will they score three this week, Leicester, to beat the Newcastle lot? I'm going to say 4 0, Leicester. Woo! So, that's Oh, say enough. Say we are saying That is pointless. <laughs> yeah. I like the thoughts of that. So we're going to move on quickly from that. Uh, I think Scott's gone. What well, he's gone three 0 Newcastle, hasn't he? So he's, he's a mask Madagascan Leicester fan, so he sees us down anyway. He's not bothered. Uh, <laughs> so uh, 
That leaves us with the draft of the remaining games. What what are you doing for the score, Dan? Oh, I've gone less to win two one. Sorry, Adam. Sorry, I didn't know whether the list, listeners knew that, but yeah, I'm going there. I'll take all three points and I'll bring them back to Leicester. Okay. So that leaves us with the draft of the remaining games. And with a lot of games with that of the end end of the season vibe. Uh should we work for him quickly then? Yeah, we'll go for him quickly. Yeah, go on. Uh let's go Bournemouth Man United first. What's your thoughts? Again, this is enough. I would say it's a nothing game, but Man U need to start picking something up here because their last results have been shocking. They've, uh, they've not been dominating teams like they were at the uh, midway through the season, especially just after the World Cup. They look like a team in uh, fine form. I think going out the the uh, the cup to uh, was it Seville? Yes, yeah, Seville. Um, that that's hindered them a bit. Bournemouth again. I think that they're, they're safe. So they don't need to worry about them. But Bournemouth could easily put a spanner in the works for, for Man United's uh, cup competitions next year. So what's, um, your, what's your thoughts on that? What's the score going to be then, Adam? I reckon the score on this one is going to be 2-0 Man United. Um, I think. Oh, so Bournemouth, we're going to put a spanner in the works, but it's going to be 2-0 United. No, no, Bournemouth could put a spanner in the works, but I don't think they will. I think Man United is too good. Yeah, no, I think I have to agree with that one, to be honest, mate. Uh, yeah, I think I'd seen a stat that the top nine teams in the league, when Manu have played away, they've they've not really picked up the points. I think they've lost majority of the games to the top nine. But I think I think they've sent Gary O'Neill already on his uh, <laughs> on his holidays because he's probably manager of the season for a lot of. Uh, Fans and I've seen something that we'll speak about later, where we've seen the manager of the season awards and Gary o'ne- Gary O'Neill wasn't in it and yeah I was fuming to be honest but uh, yeah so relevant or pointless Adam Bournemouth have conceded eight goals in the first fifteen minutes at home this season the worst in the league relevant or pointless this is relevant it's going to be two and a half to ten minutes in this one. So then it's no goals. Wow. <laughs> for you you footballing fans, tune in for the first 15 minutes and then, yeah, turn it off. <laughs> What's your score predictions, Dan? Uh, mine, mine is 2-0 Man United. I think they'll do the job here. 2-0 as well. And Scott's and got 2-1. Uh, yeah, perfect. Um, okay, let's go to um, Fulham Palace next. I think this is two teams that have ba- they've done enough this season, haven't they? I, I know we said it very early on in the podcast that we thought Fulham were on a holiday, but uh, they seem to have seem to still be carrying on before they're going on their holiday. But then obviously there's the the discussion of Palace and they've done enough to stay safe, and I think that's what Roy was brought in to do. Yeah, I can still see this being a bit of a what. A, a diddly squat game, like it's it's not got too much to it. Neither team needs to win it. Neither need neither team needs to lose it. Kind of thing. I've gone for one one here. I think it's especially with it being a London derby as well. I don't see there being too. I think both teams are ready to ready for the season to finish. Yeah, yeah, definitely relevant or pointless, Dan. 
Palace have won five games under Hodgson. They won six in 28 games under Vieira. Now, I keep hearing people say, I wouldn't mind Vieira at Leicester if we go down. Uh, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't take him at Leicester, to be honest, no. Uh, I think he's very early in his uh, managerial career. But, no, I'd go... Uh, I think that's pointless, to be honest. I, I don't think he'll get his sixth win this game, to be honest. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, point, going, I'm going opposite here, Dan. I'm going to say 2-0 two, two Palace win on this one. Who are you? Yeah. What, who's going to get the goals? Uh, I don't... Jordan, are you? Uh, Eze? Maybe Eze. Eze seems to have come under a new leaf, new leaf of life, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I, Jordan, are you and uh, Eze? Okay, fair enough. We'll we'll put those on the bet for the weekend as well. Scott's gone 2-1 on this one as well. Okay, so uh, should we try Liverpool, uh, Liverpool at home to Villa? Yeah, no problem. So Villa, Villa's form... Is okay. They're another team that could, I say could again, Dan, put a spanner in the work to stop Liverpool's uh, winning run at the minute. I think they've is it eight on the row in a row now for Liverpool. Makes yeah. you question I mean, where Liverpool's been all season because they ideally, if they, if they played like this at the start of the season, they'd be um, second instead of Arsenal. So. Uh, I, but I do, I do think that Villa could snatch something here. And I, I reckon this one's going to be a draw. Mm, I, I have to disagree with you on that one. I think uh, Liverpool being in this position that they are, like you said, I think they must be on a good winning streak as well. And they're still push. Bear in mind, they're still pushing Newcastle for that uh, Newcastle or Man United, depending on if Man U do not pick up the three points against Bournemouth. Uh, I think this adds, yeah, extra pressure on that game. I think Liverpool will do it. I do. I know that's probably not what Scott wants to hear as he's, well, I see what his prediction is. He's gone for Liverpool to win, but Unai Emery is uh, manager of the season. So, kind of uh, contradicts himself. So, yeah. No, No, I see Liverpool doing the job here, to be honest. Yeah, nice. What, what was your score? I've gone for 3-1. 3-1. Oh, so then uh, should we go for Wolves-Everton next? Let's, uh, let's get the relevant or pointless for the uh, last one, whoops. <laughs> oh, okay, yes, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Liverpool have won the 14 out of the last 15 games played in May. Relevant or pointless? Pointless, because Villa are winning this one. Oh my. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, no, they're not. I've changed my mind there. Uh, it's going to be a draw, 2-2 two, two uh, draw. Uh, I didn't know if it was going to be a late goal. <laughs> uh, right, we'll go with uh, Wolves-Everton next, Dan. This is a massive game, isn't it? I'd... Okay, so S- Scott obviously did the script together and he... Uh, he put obviously these as the games that weren't that important, but for a Leicester fan, boy, is this important! Yeah, Wolves need to win this. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think Wolves will win it. I've, I've, it's difficult, though, isn't it? Wolves are going for nothing now. 
Yeah, but they say everyone's like, oh, Everton have got an easy running. They've got Wolves and Bournemouth. But I think Wolves is a hard game. And I think Bournemouth will be a hard game as well. Yeah, I have to. I, I do agree with you. I think I just worry about the fight of both the teams that Everton are playing. Yeah, yeah, true. So yeah, it's it's a difficult one. I, I want uh our Midlands team to help us out here. They need to do a job here, don't they? Okay, before I get your um, before I get your score prediction, Dan, how, how's how's this one for the relevant and pointless? Wolves haven't won their last home game of the season in their previous two seasons. It's pointless, Adam. No. I'm going to put it out there again, and it did it last time. (laughs) Diego Costa score here. (laughs) He's going to do it again. I'm going to go go a 2-0 Wolves win, and I believe Scott's gone for a 2-1 Everton win because he's doing his best to get Leicester relegated. Yeah, I've gone 1-0, Diego Costa wins. So, for those people that like a little bit of a cheeky bet, put 1-0, Diego Costa win. Okay, I'll put, I'll, we'll make sure that we do the, the shout-out on that one, Dan. Uh, <laughs> that leaves us with one game left, Wops. Yeah, uh, last game of the weekend, or of our review of it, uh, Brighton v Southampton. Nothing game, if... Um... I say nothing game. I I made a statement two weeks ago that I think Southampton will finish above Leeds United. I still think that is going to happen. I think uh, I think Southampton are on twenty four points and Leeds are on thirty. But Southampton win their last two games. I don't know what the goal difference is like, but I, I reckon it could swing in that favour. So it'll be Leeds Southampton and. Uh, I'm not naming the, the the next team to go down because it's going to be a close battle all the way to the end. Um, I think Brighton need to do something because it was embarrassing against Newcastle. I think they. I think they. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want to say Southampton will win, but I'm going to have to because of my last statement. Wow, <laughs> that is, that's a big. That is a very big statement from. They've got, they've got nothing. Have you opened your fourth Guinness? <laughs> they've got, they've got nothing to lose now. Southampton, the pressure's off them. All they can do is uh, screw up chances for the other teams up there. So I'm going to say it's going to be a one nil Southampton win. That is a very big call. Uh, I'd say I, I definitely disagree on that comment. I think, uh, albeit I don't see Brighton now after after the uh, midweek game of losing 4-1 to Newcastle. I, I just don't know what's happening with McAllister because he's been dropped for the last couple... Well, what, two of the last three, is it? The the game where they won five or something, he dropped a few players. And then he dropped McAllister for the game in the week as well. And oh. I thought, so, he, I spoke to someone at work the other day and... Uh, a Liverpool fan, and he seemed quite confident that McAllister was basically agreed to go Liverpool. So I think there's a few players out there for Brighton that are on their list. Albeit, I've made this prediction well in advance, but I'm probably changing my mind a little bit now. But no, I'm going to stick with it. I've, I've still gone Brighton to win this game, but uh, just 2 0 for me. And Scott's gone to 3-0 Brighton as well. But I'm just going off what the uh, 
what the scoreline was last night. They got battered by Newcastle 4-1. Oh so, oh, so it's going to be 4-1 Southampton. <laughs> okay, then, Adam, it's time for the Sunday League podcast, Tony Treble. And after recent events, I just wanted to reiterate, this is named in honour of Scott's uncle, Tony, for legal purposes. Uh, he's not been eaten by the crock. But uh, we nearly went back-to-back winners last weekend. Uh, just Forrest letting us down. So, Adam, what's your... Banker of the weekend. My banker of the weekend. Well, Scott's yeah. man. My banker of the weekend is going to be Crystal Palace against Fulham. I reckon it'll be Palace win all over. Well, Roy signing off his uh, job with an away win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about yourself, Dan? Okay, uh, I have to say I'm going for a Liverpool to beat Villa. I think, yeah, like we, like we can see the form table and stuff like that, it's Liverpool are the form team in the league. They'll push uh, Manchester United and Newcastle all the way. So, yeah, I see an easy win here for Liverpool. Perfect. And do you know who uh, Scott done in the end? Uh, Scott went with Brighton. I'm unsure on his uh, decision for that. But, yeah, we have to trust that he it, it wasn't his missus that got hold of the script. It, <laughs> it was Scott. Well, especially when uh, Southampton will beat uh, Brighton this weekend. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, right. We'll get that treble put up on our Twitter page at TSL Podcast 4. So make sure you're following it to hopefully win some money with us. Um, I think we've only won it once this year. And it was fantastic. Everyone was loving the money, the splits. There was uh, drinks poured. I mean... Was someone like, quit his job. Yeah, yeah, there was, there was someone out there that did quit their job. Uh, but I don't know if that's because they won some money or not. Okay, on uh, Monday's pod, uh, Scott set the mystery footballer. Here's a reminder. A man who arrived on St. James's Park in 1997 on a free transfer from Greece. Uh the score of a goal for Newcastle, which ensured Champions League football for the first time in their history. A man with a world-famous angry celebration in 1998 against Bournemouth, which I still couldn't guess. <laughs> a cult hero, Geordie, who also played for Wolves and Dundee. A man whose managerial career has seen multiple seconds legal proceedings and fights, especially in the Greek and Cypriot leagues. Any ideas, Adam? Uh, I think I do know, but I need to um, probably just investigate a bit more and um, put it out there. But I'm sure this guy scored, and it was to the point that he started kicking the advertisement board. Wow. I'm sure you sure you know if you've seen the scene, you you would know who this is as well. Well, I'm looking at the answer here. I would like to know what you potentially think it is. Oh, what's it? I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. Um Okay, I'm gonna have to call it a day on that one. <laughs> uh and to our listeners, I don't I'm not the greatest on pronunciation, but Scott's wrote down here, it's Tamiri K. 
Ketsubaya. Yes. So yeah. I don't know whether I've got that correct, but there's a shout out to Wolf by the Sea on Twitter. They got it correct. That, so, is, uh, that is the guy. I've just I just I just finished Googling now. He he's he starts he takes his top off and he starts. You can't booting. Google it, Adam. Yeah, well, you've gave me the answer now, and I've just got it. <laughs> but he uh, starts he starts booting the advertisement board. So yeah, I I, I remember the uh, the iconic celebration. Okay, that's that that's good to hear, Adam. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but well, I think that's the end of the 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 pod this week, isn't it, Adam? Yeah, definitely is. Please uh, share, follow, and like our uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook page at TSL Poddy Four, and give us a five star review if you can. Thanks for listening in, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week for our final episode of the pod. Dan, you got something to say? Uh, yeah, well, uh, also follow us on Facebook, uh, the Sunday League Podcast. But yeah. Keep uh, following and liking us and sharing us. Uh, we appreciate all the support that we're getting from everyone. So, yeah, everyone have a good week. Good, man. See you later, Dan. All right. Take care, Adam. Bye-bye.